smoking Dang Sinatra, that's all gas On the hunt in a tall grass Intercepting every ball pass Then I run it back, that's a TD Check the scoreboard, y'all last We up one, you see me Pussy niggas wanna talk about it Go to Hellcat, no demon I be politicking on your broadcast That's a red carpet like the famous homie Act your bitch, really famous homie And you know it's Emmy, it ain't on me So creative like I made Adobe I've been balling like I play with Kobe What's the deal? What's the deal? Power taking the podcast. We back again Wednesday nights, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We got a slew of topics, man. The NBA has been one of the most interesting off seasons that we didn't had in years. So after the Damian Lillard trade, we all knew that the Blazers weren't going to keep a veteran like Drew Holiday around. So the Celtics trade, Robert Williams and some first round picks and Malcolm Brogdon for Drew Holiday. So now they add Drew Holiday to their roster. But what does that make the Celtics? Are they are they now the favorite? Then we have Joel Embiid. Everybody making trades and making power teams on the Eastern Conference. And his running mate, James Harden, he is trying to get traded. And it looks like they lost Ben Simmons. Who else was there? They had a uh, before that they had Jimmy Butler. Now James Harden is getting ready to leave. So should Joel Embiid stay in Philadelphia? Then Travis Kelsey, man, Travis Kelsey, he's been catching a lot of flack. As you see on the left, after he left his black girlfriend, he is now dating Taylor Swift. He has this hickey, uh, hippie mustache and he is now in the commercial for Pfizer. So in the commercial, he says, get the Pfizer shot along with your flu shot. Go get your COVID shot. So he is the walking Pfizer uh, billboard. Then we got Keefe D, man. So Keefe D, he did an interview with Vlad TV talking about the Tupac shooting, stating that he was a driver of the car and that somebody in his vehicle shot and killed Tupac. They use that uh, interview to gain more information, to raid his house, to find lost tapes, and now he has been indicted and is waiting on his arraignment. And we got Donald Trump, man. So Donald Trump, he we have many indictments right now. So the fraud case in New York, it was a victory for Donald Trump because 80% of that fraud case has been ruled to be thrown out due to statute of limitations. So now in the fraud case, 80% of those charges have already been beaten or thrown out because of statute of limitations. So if Trump somehow beats all of these and still runs for president, this is gonna be some crazy shit. Let me bring in the homies. What's the deal, folks? What up, what up? What's the deal, y'all? So what's your your thoughts on this NBA stuff, man? So the NBA has been going crazy. Man, as you know, the the, the Drew Holiday whole thing went down, man. Drew Holiday is now on the Celtics. They got Porzingis. I think they're going to go more of a small lineup and put Porzingis at the five and put White, Derek White, in at the two because Drew Holiday and Derek White are two of the top perimeter defenders in the league and most of the superstars in the league are perimeter players so what are y'all thoughts on this drew holiday deal 
And does that make the Celtics now the favorites over the Milwaukee Bucks? Um, in my estimation, what's up, Jay? Yep, I'm back. Um, <laughs> um, I actually have the Celtics uh, still favored over the Bucks, even after the Dame trade, for the simple fact that um, it, it the first year putting a team together like that and stars, it takes a while to mesh. Like, you know, you rarely do put a team together and they win a chip the first year. You look at the 08 Boston Celtics, they're probably one of the, the only ones to do it the first year. You know what I mean? Um, the first year the Lakers got Pablo Gasol, they lost in the finals. The first year LeBron and the, the, the super team Heat was together, they got beat by Dallas. Um, Damon Giannis has to get used to each other, their chemistry down, their synergy down. You know, you saw it with Kyrie and Luka last year. They, they were a high-scoring tandem, but oftentimes they were deferring to each other too much or trying to respect each other too much instead of playing each other's games because it takes a while to match. So um, I think uh, offensively, just the player, the type of player that Dame and Giannis is, um, it's going to take a lot more than just the pick and rolls, you know, in today's league. You need an actual offense. These guys are just going to be taking, going back and forth, you know, switching turns, doing pick and rolls. So I didn't think the the Bucks. I think, of course, they're, they're a contender. But I, I still have the Celtics. So now that the Celtics got Drew, who happens to be Dame Lillard's kryptonite, if y'all remember that series against New Orleans in Portland a couple of years ago when Anthony Davis and Drew Holiday were over there in New Orleans, Dame Lillard was locked up. Drew Holiday put the shackles on. I think Dame Lillard averaged like 16 points that series. He couldn't do shit. Drew Holiday was everywhere. He was all over him. So Drew Holiday, I think he neutralizes Dame Lillard. Jason Tatum outplays Giannis to me in the playoffs like he did last year when he put that 47 or 50 on him. You know what I'm saying? I'm picking Jason Tatum over Giannis in the playoffs all day. So I got the Boston Celtics. I think the Boston Celtics are healthy. They have a complete lineup. They got Porzingis. They got Al Horford. Um, Robert Williams is gone. That's going to open up for Porzingis to play. Tatum and Brown, that they have now, now have more offensive weapons. They don't have to do everything. Drew Holiday can make plays. Tatum and Brown don't have to be a playmaker primary all the time. Um, Drew Holiday can score, Porzingis can score. I think the Celtics. I got the Celtics as a favorite in the East um, for right now. Uh, you know, like you said, Embiid might move. Embiid might, might go somewhere else. That might tip the scales. But for now, I got the Celtics. What you got, yeah? Man, the Celtics. No, nah, I can't do it. No, no. Celtics, they they good. I, I hear what... My boy Ronnie's saying, I, I hear what they're saying, but the one thing about the Bucks, and like I said about last week, one thing about the Bucks is uh, Grayson Allen. Remember that name, Grayson Allen. That's who they gave up. They gave up Grayson Allen. They didn't give up no, what what's the guy's name, Robert Williams? You're main defensive player yeah but Porzingis when you don't switching, play when you switch Porzingis into a different yeah i got you yeah Pazingas don't play no defense so you just lost the step oh and you got rid of marcus smart so you got rid of two of your defensive anchors for drew holiday i get it i get it but the bucks gave up grayson allen right they still kept their core. Middleton's still there. 
Brooke Lopez is still there. Bobby Portis is still there. Greek Freak is still there. Oh, and then you add Dame Leonard. All right? So for me, it is, I think the question was, who's coming out of the East? Now, I get what my boys Ronnie is saying, like the Heat lost and all these other teams lost, but it's coming out of the East. It's not winning a championship. It's coming out of the East. So if you say who's coming out of the East, my pick, I'm still going with the Bucks over over the Celtics. Yeah, they made a good move, but you gave up some pieces to get that move. And, I mean, a healthy Middleton's going to be back if, if it works out all that way, right? So you get a healthy Middleton because they didn't have him last year. And the Bucks is still number one in, in, in my opinion. They, they, they didn't give up anything. They gained something. And really, the only person that has to really – I mean, yeah, they're all going to change their game up to fit. It's not, it's not that – Dame has to fit into their system, not the other way around. If Dame goes out, guess what? The Bucks are still deadly. They're still one of the one or two seed in the East, even if they didn't have that. So, I don't know. I, 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 you say who coming out of the East, out who's winning the championship? Gotta go with the Bucks. What's the deal, Amrock? So, so who do you have coming out of the Eastern Conference after this move? Damian Lillard went to the Milwaukee Bucks. And now Drew Holiday finds his way to the Celtics. Who do you got coming out the Eastern Conference? Uh, first of all, what's going on, fellas? Um, out of the Eastern Conference. So, yeah, so last week, you know, I guess when the news broke, we were kind of breaking this down. And, you know, of course, the Bucks are the clear favorites because it doesn't seem like they lost – too much to get Dame compared to, let's say, the Celtics. The Celtics lost, for one, their heart and soul of that team, I believe, which is Marcus Smart. Then you lost your muscle. You lost uh, Robert Williams and then um, I forget the Malcolm other. Malcolm Brogdon. Brogdon. Six, and then the other big Six man of the year. Went to Portland and one went to Dallas. So you just lost both of those guys. Um, you know, so that's that's those are tough losses. And Przingis is your center. Przingis is not the, you know, the strongest, you know, I wouldn't consider him a the center, more so a power forward, stretch forward. Um, so you lost a lot of muscle there, um, you know, and Giannis is is all muscle, right? And then now you got Dame out there shooting, uh, what they call him now, freak time, you know, called, that's what they're calling themselves. So, um, you know, I still think, uh, of course, Miami will still be in the mix because just so that camaraderie and then the guys that, you know, were hurt last year, like Hero, are coming back. Um, you know, of course, we, we heard the news that James Harden happened to show up at training camp. So, you know, we'll see how Philly looks. Not that impressed. I mean, but they still have a Harden, a Maxi, and an Embiid. But, the, you know, clearly the favorites are are the Bucks. Um, you know, when you add a Damian Lillard. And you really, again, you really didn't lose that much to your team. And, you, of course, you still have Giannis and Middleton. So, yeah, I would say the, the Bucks definitely over – 
uh, Boston, Philly, and Miami. But those are going to certainly be a top four with New York and Cleveland, you know, certainly in the mix, maybe Brooklyn, um, Atlanta. But I would say those are your top four with the Bucks on top. Yeah, man, I will have to agree with that, man. The, the Bucks are still looking like the better team. They didn't really give up much. They still got Middleton. They got both of the Lopez brothers. You know what I'm saying? Greek Freak is still there. They got still got Bobby Portis. You know, I think that matchup-wise, they're just going to be too big and, and too talented. And I think that that's going to be the Celtics' downfall is they going for small ball when the team that you're going to have to beat is going to be big. Minus Damian Lillard. The, the rest of the Milwaukee Bucks is a big team. It's a big squad, just like the Lakers on the Western Conference. You know, the top two teams, the, the Nuggets and, and the Lakers, they are a big squad. They're not coming out there playing small ball. So it, it, it's not a small ball league right now. It, it, the big men are dominating with Embiid and Jokic winning the last MVPs. So I think that Porzingis as a big man, you're just going to get him hurt even faster than what he usually get hurt. So I think that. <laughs> Y'all, so y'all, y'all are sweet. You guys keep talking about what the Celtics lost and talk, not talking about what they gained. Drew Holiday is the best on-ball defender. That automatically replaces Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart is nullified. Marcus Smart was forced to do dumb plays and try to do too much offensively because Tatum and Brown got stagnant all the time. Now they don't have to do that. Paul Ingles is a legit low-post scorer. He's a legit 20-10 guy. Uh, Drew Holiday can average 18 points a game. They have more offensive options now. And Porzingis is going to bring whatever big away from the court because he could stretch the defense out. Now Tatum and Brown got a free lane to the hole. Robert Williams was limited. He couldn't score. He was a great muscle, uh, muscular on the defense, but a man couldn't score. So the Celtics have became better now because Tatum and Brown, you guys remember, they were number one and number two in turnovers in the playoffs because they were forced to be playmakers. Now you have a guy in Drew Holiday who can play mate and take some of the scoring low. So I'm not saying the Celtics for show, but to just say the Bucks is just nah. I, I ain't. Nah. But you got to keep in mind, Pazinga's stats were so good because no, no offense, but he played for the Washington Wizards, so his stats is going to look a lot better because he's playing for a team that wasn't really that good, right? It would be the same thing. Like then you got to. Keep in mind, okay, let's say, wasn't Brook Lopez like either almost defensive player of the year last year or something like that? Yeah. So, okay, you take Brook Lopez out, you take him to the to the three. Okay, cool. Giannis plays defense. Oh, wait, we haven't even said all of the Bucks. Like, they picked up um, Jay Crowder, plays defense. So, okay. <laughs> and then you're not even throwing in Cameron oh. Payne. They got a more complete lineup. Okay, I gotta, I gotta chime in on the Celtics though, because the Celtics do have Derek White, and Derek White is probably the, if not number one, the top two or three perimeter defender in the league. And if you go small ball and move Porzingis to the four, and you got Tatum and Brown with Derek White and Drew Holiday, you got with with Tatum, Drew Holiday, and Derek White. You probably have the best perimeter defense in the league right there. With that, that, that wins you a lot of regular but who's season stopping games. Greek Freak? That doesn't win you. That's not going to win you a championship. Why not? That's win you a lot of regular season games. Who's gonna Who's gonna defend you. if they if they you act like the Celtics it, aren't championship built? If, if they happen to make it, they only been to one with 
but they they won the no less than the Eastern Finals five of the last six seasons. Like this team, they are battle tested. They are champions. The Bucks won one in the last five seasons. Miami was hot. The Bucks couldn't even beat Miami. What are you talking about? But the Bucks. What are we talking about? Giannis was hurt. Oh, the Bucks won one. The Bucks won one with Drew Holiday. It, oh my god. So Drew Holiday won that. You didn't, lose, won it. you didn't lose nothing but Drew Holiday and Grayson Allen and, and plugged in Damian Lillard. If you can Damian, win first one with of all, Drew Holiday, then you definitely can, can win one with with Damian Lillard. See, That's this like is like plus plus. Middleton has it's not been guarding Who's guarding Giannis on the Celtics? Giannis, Giannis is not the issue. He can't guard Tatum either. Tatum is gonna bust his ass like he did last year. Tatum won the oh, matchup with Giannis, Giannis last year. Tatum put on 50 against Giannis in his own house. Tatum will nullify Giannis. He played better than Giannis in the series last year. Go look up the numbers. He outplayed. Who's stopping well, a healthy Chris Well, out of those four teams, the Bucks, Giannis has the most recent championship. Yes, Miami went last year, but Giannis actually went and won it. Boston did it, and Miami did not. We're so, talking about getting to the championship. See, the Bucks played a cupcake Phoenix team. I they didn't have to play a Warriors team. But we're talking about getting there. They got there and won it. The, All right, we got the Bucks didn't play nobody, man. Final, Jimmy final had to thoughts, play AD man. and LeBron. Right. Final thoughts on this, Ronnie. Celtics is going to win that series in seven games. You heard it first here. Celtics and Bucks, Eastern Conference side finals. I got the Celtics. Jason Tatum is a better player, better playoff player than Giannis because Giannis still don't got no bag. He still can't shoot. He still can't shoot free throws. Like he missed 13 free throws in, the, in game, game five, the elimination game last year. Celtics in seven. The disrespect, the disrespect <laughs> of the future. So, so has the championship, but okay. we yeah. gotta move on, man. We gotta move on because we still talking about this Eastern Conference because everybody talking about Miami, everybody talking about Milwaukee, everybody talking about the Celtics, but no one is talking about Philadelphia, and they have the returning MVP of the league last year on their squad. But no one is taking them seriously as a contender. That's just because all this shit is happening with James Harden once again. And now James Harden is trying to force his way out of Philadelphia. So he's seen Jimmy Butler leave and go over in Miami and get them the two championships. Then you you go over here and Ben Simmons pulls that and quits on you. And then he gets out of there. And then you trade for James Harden. And now this is going on. How long are you going to trust the process before you decide that, hey, I'm not going to win here and I need to figure this out? He made this statement, but then once again, when asked about the James Harden statement, they said uh, the uh, uh, situation, he said that he's willing to sit it out and wait for whatever happens. So for some reason, he's still stuck in Philadelphia. Do y'all think that it's time for, for Embiid to just call for a trade? And be like, man, I got to get up out of Philadelphia. I think it depends on what kind of player he is. You got two You got two type of players in this league right now. You got players that are after the chip, and you got players after the bag. James Harden went after the bag, and you, James Harden's on some other. I'm some, I like, I, James Harden's on some, some other level. Uh so now if Embiid is the type that, hey, I want the chip more than anything, then go ahead, ask for your trade and go to a different team. 
Chicago take you. Come to Chicago, baby. We take you. Um, but if he's a player that's after the bag, what if he just just does what freaking Carmelo did? Chased his bag, got his bag, and then when he finally decided to go try to get a chip, they already was like, all right, we done with you. We don't like your skill set is not needed in the NBA anymore. So it depends on what kind of player he is. Is he after the bag or is he after the chip? I I don't watch Philly enough to really get into Embiid's head and see what he wants to do, but he ain't going to win no championship in, in Philly, but he can come to Chicago, though. You know, we take him. Um, <clears throat> honestly, I don't think it's Philadelphia. I think it's Embiid. Embiid is just not a big-time player. He's a great regular season guy, fills up the stat sheet. But let's keep it real. Let's look at his playoff runs. When they had uh, Tobias Harris, Ben Simmons, when he was actually engaged and playing in all-star form, Jimmy Butler, all them against Kawhi Leonard and the Toronto Raptors. They were the more talented, deeper team than the Toronto Raptors, and they lost. They lost, and Embiid did not play well in game seven. I think he had like 15 points or 18 points on seven out of 20 shoot. It was some shit like that. Same thing with last year. He got James Harden, another all-star. That ain't the James Harden of, of his old self, but still a James Harden's easily a 20 and 10 guy. And they lost to uh, – who they lose to last year? The Nick – who – they lost last year in the playoffs, and I know in the last game, in game seven, the Celtics, they were up 3-2, lost to the Celtics, and Embiid had 15 points in game seven. He's just not a big-time player. He's not. Jokic is light years ahead of Embiid in the, in the big man area because Jokic don't, don't play down in the playoffs. Jokic plays big time in the playoffs. Okay, so I don't think it's the, the city of Philadelphia that's done anything to Embiid. Embiid has had several stat teams and teams that have been – championship ready he just can't lead him over the hump so where is he really going to go is he going to go to golden state teams are going to have to gut their team to get him he go to chicago they got to give up everybody on that roster to get him he go to golden state they got to give up a major piece to get him like where is indeed going to go at this point who is really going to gut their team for joel a it's not like he's a player that you just add to a team and say okay they're a championship team now no it's a complicated trade so i don't think there's a lot of options for him. Be Philadelphia is not a huge market, but it's but it's also not in a non non attractive market, and he's still in All Star Center. So, I think they should continue to try to build around him because, um, and, and get get a alpha Dame over there with Embiid would have been nice because Dame's an alpha. Embiid ain't no alpha man. He don't he's not gonna lead no team to no championship. He hasn't done it yet with many, with all type of talent. I don't see him doing it in the future. You got him right. Uh, should he should he request a trade? Uh, no, I think he should. You know, stay, um, wait it out. Uh, you know, listen, James Harden coming back. I mean, again, James Harden is a talented player. You know, we'll see how their chemistry lies. Um, but you know, Embiid, um, he is one of the best big men in the league. Uh, obviously not over Jokic, but he's certainly one of the best big men in the league. Um, he had the talent. Uh, they're, again, they're going to be Philly regardless, just because based on their talent with Harden, Maxi, and Embiid, they're going to be, as long as those guys stay healthy and on one accord for the most part, 
they're going to be one of the four of the top four teams in the Eastern Conference, period. So they're going to have a chance to be in the mix. Uh, can they close it out? We'll see. But, no, I think he should stay and wait it out. Yeah, I think so, too. It's like what Ronnie said. There's not a really a, a lot of destinations for him to land. I mean, on the West Co- on the West Coast, where do you see? Like maybe Sacramento, maybe they could pair him with, with Fox. Maybe that would be an interesting pairing. But other than that, I'm like, I don't I don't see anywhere where MB can go and actually be a contender for a championship. Maybe they trade the King straight as a bonus and, and, and a few of those pieces and, and pair and be with Fox. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's something that could shake that up because the, the Kings look pretty good. And I think that in, in the last two, three minutes, man, Sabonis is not a, a valuable option. So then it just becomes a De'Aaron Fox. It kind of remind me of Allen Iverson with, with Philadelphia back in the day, where in the last two, three minutes, just give Irish in the ball and go ISO. And that's your whole offense for the last stretch of every game. And I think that in this league, you know, it could win you regular season games. When the playoffs, when you need it, it's just too much pressure to put that on one person. So I suggest that if he goes anywhere, try to get yourself over there with the Kings, come over to California, to the West Coast, pair up with a young De'Aaron Fox, a young hungry motherfucker, and try to get you a chip over there because that's probably looking like your best bet if you if you decide to leave Philly. But come to the West. The come West to the is West. loaded. The West but you gotta like- remember, you gotta remember the the Lakers are, are a team right now, but LeBron is in his 21st season. So one, two years from now, LeBron's out of there. Do you count on AD to carry that team? No. So then what the Lakers are out of there. If, about- if Kawhi, if Kawhi and PG don't pan out this year. They're not getting re-signed. They're out of there. So the Clippers are back down. Now the Kings are already a top four team. Now that puts them right up there with Denver. Up there with Denver. What about Oklahoma City? Exactly. That young kid. Or the Knicks? Are you talking yeah. about the, are you talking about the okay. Oklahoma Thunder? I- yeah, I forget yeah. the kid's name. He's got a long name. The but kid yeah, that the was, um, Clippers gave away, he was right? Just first, he was just first oh, okay. team on NBA, I believe. Uh, uh, Shay out, Shay Gildress, yeah. Shay Gildress, he was, Alexander. He was Didn't you guys have him? Yeah, he was, he, 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 was, he was drafted by the Clippers. We traded him over there. Wow. Oh, okay. That's smart. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, let's get to this NFL topic, man. So Travis Kelsey, I don't know if y'all seen all this Travis, Kel- Travis Kelsey news. The internet was going crazy because a lot of the women didn't know Travis Kelsey until he started dating Taylor Swift. So now everybody's saying That's that Taylor, Taylor Swift made Travis Kelsey famous. And now he's getting all these endorsements, including him endorsing the flu shot. And the Pfizer COVID shot. He has two band-aids there. And he's saying getting double shot up in his vaccine commercial. And he's telling you to not only go get the flu shot, but get your COVID shot at the exact same time. He has been catching a lot of flack back on the internet. A lot of people are calling him Mr. Pfizer. And he he is uh, receiving a lot of flack. 
and backlash, especially from the black community, especially after he left his black wife for this well, white Taylor Swift. And as you see on the right, he had a beard. And now this is what he looks like now that he's dating Taylor Swift. He looks like a country singer. So he, he has shed the whole black look. And now black people are not only shunning him for leaving the black girl for Taylor Swift, but also endorsing this Pfizer shot. What's y'all thoughts on this? I mean, shit. If, why are we mad that he left the block? Is he was he even supposed to be there in the first place? Like, <laughs> <laughs> why are they mad about? That? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And shit. Um, I mean, Taylor Swift is Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is one of the biggest stars, you know, of the, uh, in 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 entertainment over the last, you know, what I'm saying, ten years or, or so. Um, Taylor Swift is, of course, she's going to bring a lot. A lot of these guys, you know, they are trying to uh get to a different level you know guys be be opportunists too but um as far as it, as far as him endorsing them bullshit ass shots now that i ain't rolling with that's some bullshit like you know what i mean you want you want to go ahead and endorse these shots who which there's been so much data and research showing that these shots ain't doing the motherfucking thing um so for him to do that it's pretty weak but for him the on the other part of it even the black girl like shit he wasn't supposed to be there any damn way so why everybody tripping on this deal like let him live let him go date <laughs> taylor swift somebody that he probably should be dating anyway get his bag and do what he want you know what i'm saying like we don't he's not required to be with no black woman like what are they talking about <laughs> yeah i mean i you know celebrity we know celebrity couples today do not last longer than six months to a year so you know this is all for the show once the season's over there'll be splitsville um and you know and the whole yeah yeah women didn't know tra yes they did especially black women because he was with a black woman so all you know a lot of black women were like oh travis kelsey Tra like whatever um you know the bottom line is yeah i mean him endorsing the shot you don't have to you know if you want to just take the shot take the shot but you know to actually come out and endorse it and you know, uh, quote unquote, and I guess inspire others to do it. Um, you know, really, uh, if we really read between the lines, it's just showing how, you know, this new variance is coming up, um, how they have been experimenting with more deadly shots um, in that, you know, now they, they're they using uh, uh, Travis Kelsey's uh, new fame, I guess, if you want to call it that, with Taylor Swift um you know he's the spokes guy now oh everybody knows him he's on tv because he's dating taylor swift so let's use him um as the face for this new vaccine that we're trying to push out to hopefully um that more people will take and more people will die from um so you know they're using uh him as you know as that as that guy to promote that and so yeah um it's definitely not a good look for him uh, especially if you know what's up um as we you know as we all do especially here on the show but you know as we try to educate others like this new variance is coming um and again they've been letting you know on commercials and stuff yeah we've been testing new covid shots and to try to make them stronger and better why because <laughs> know something is coming <laughs> uh, it's just it's just plain and simple so um again they're just using him again because he's now in the limelight because of taylor swift it's it's perfect timing and and publicity stunts here and again we know celebrity couples don't don't last long and i don't see this one lasting long so that's that 
Yeah, to piggyback off of what Amrock was saying, I mean, why are you pumping out Pfizer? You know, why are you pumping that out again? When's the last time you really heard about COVID running rapid? You don't. It is not as the hype on COVID is not as as big as what it what it used to be. So why are you going back and you're pumping out a shot? Now, what people have to understand is just because the man has two band-aids on don't mean he took the shot. I mean, True. he could have just had the band-aids on, they take a picture of him, and then all of a sudden he says, I got the shot. You don't know if he really got the shot or not. So if you're going to go get a, a shot based upon, well, you know, Taylor Swift's boyfriend or whatever, I don't even want to do that to the guy because like uh, he, uh, I don't know. I don't really pay attention to him. Does he got a brother? I think he has a brother. Yeah, plays on the Eagles. Jason. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I don't pay attention to, to him. But isn't his brother like a bigger name than what he was before he got with Taylor Swift? So maybe I wouldn't he, say that's that. why he he won. Hey, his the brother Super won Bowls the championship, was, right? Yeah, no, he won the championship with the Chiefs. Oh, he won the championship. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Both, both Whatever. Jason, I don't really. Yeah, Jason won one too with the Eagles, but yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I don't really pay attention to him like that. But just like Am Rock was saying, why are you coming out talking about Pfizer? You're coming out talking about Pfizer because something's down the pipeline. I mean, even down for today, I mean, I heard, well, I turned my phone off because I, I wasn't letting them get me. But um, that national warning everybody got on their phones today. Yeah, I got it. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you need a national warning for? Warning, warning, COVID's back. But anyways, that's all I'm saying. I, 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 I ditto what, what Amrock was saying. There's something down the pipeline, and next thing you know, um, since they're trying to use celebrities and and famous brands and everything, Gucci about to come out with a with a new COVID mask for everybody, and make sure you guys get that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Travis Kelsey. The whole him with the black girl thing, that was just a whole like bunch of hater stuff. Now they were showing pictures comparing the thick black girl to the skinny, no booty uh, Taylor Swift. So they like, oh man, how could you give that up for that? And and that's just a lot of the brothers being like, I don't know sexually how you gave up that for this. But it, you know we can't we can't take anything seriously. I think it's just a running joke with the men and with the women. It's like who is he? I didn't know who he was until he started dating Taylor Swift. That's the only reason I know him. But him endorsing Pfizer, just like Amrock said, it's the timing. They're using his uh, his oh, yeah. They're using him. Hold on, my camera tripping. What's going on? Uh -oh. Uh oh, they listening to us. <laughs> oh, they, they got us. <laughs> got they us. got us. Mm -hmm. Oh, shoot. They got us.
Anytime you try to speak the truth. They said, don't be talking about our white men like this. Yes. Don't be talking about our white men. And we just, nah, we just talking about Travis Kelsey. We ain't talking about Trump or uh, none of them yet. <laughs> yeah, they scared. But when, when that national warning went off, everybody was looking at each other like, what the hell is going on? And they testing that warning system because that's the same system they told you to stay inside for, and, and implement it to curfew. They did it all through that national system. So the fact that they're just testing it, oh, we're randomly just testing it to make sure it works. Now nah, y'all ramping up to get ready to use it. And that's why y'all got to turn it back online and make sure that everybody get it from Android to iPhone to what flip phone, whatever Me phone you got. It's gonna it's gonna get that alarm. And that shit was crazy. Everybody looked at each other at the same time. But let's get to this hip hop news, man. So if y'all heard, man, Keefe D has been arrested. He was a guy that went on Vlad TV and told a story about Tupac dying, stating that he was in the car and somebody inside the car that he was in was the one that shot Tupac. And he said this right on Vlad TV. Now the police went and actually went to Vlad TV to get the interview, to get the information and interview Vlad TV. Now, Vlad TV did say that he did not give up the uncut versions of the content, but other than that, he did participate with the police. So what are y'all thoughts on Keefe D going to Vlad TV and snitching on himself like so many others have done on Vlad TV? Why is it Vlad TV? The feds are watching Vlad TV. How many times have we Bootsy got himself caught up talking on Vlad TV? Everybody is getting caught up talking on Vlad TV. What are y'all thoughts on Vlad getting another one and the Tupac murder finally being solved? Ronnie, Ronnie, real quick, I know you want to go, but <laughs> Vlad is a liar. He know he snitched. First of all, this is a white dude. Stop going on Vlad and snitch it. Go ahead, Ronnie. I'll come back. <laughs> Man, I, me and you, we, we kind of on the same page a little bit, Amrock. I'm just burning up hearing this. I got to say it to my, my, my brothers out there. Why do you guys keep on talking to Vlad? He is a federal agent. Mm -hmm. Stop talking to Vlad. Amen. Stop talking to No Jumper. Why are all these black artists and so obsessed with going on these white boy podcasts and it ain't being racist it's like these these white guys they don't care about our culture they're just trying to capitalize if you go on no jumpers instagram all they do is post negative news about the black community in mm -hmm. entertainment go on mm -hmm. instagram they only post negative shit that's happening in entertainment with black people vlad is the same way vlad is capitalizing off of the culture when he does not give a fuck about the culture why are y'all so obsessed with Vlad, No Jumper, and all these white podcasts? This shit is so annoying. Like, why are y'all doing this? I just I had to get on Vlad first. Stop fucking with Vlad. Vlad is an agent. Stop. Stop going there talking to that dude. Let other fuck, fucking people go talk to him. Hip-hop artists, black artists, stop fucking with Vlad. Boycott Vlad. Boycott No Jumper. Boycott these white dudes that don't give a fuck about the culture. Now, on the KPD. This whole situation with Keefe D, Orlando Anderson, and the Tupac murder, it's so sad because it's been 27 years. Afeni is gone. Pac is gone, obviously. And, um, you know, now they want to start trying to make arrests. Look, 
we already knew the streets already knew what happened with Orlando Anderson and Tupac. KPD is uh, Orlando Anderson people. Suge and KPD went to school together, although they're from opposite sides of the spectrum. One a Compton Crip, one's a Pyro. Um, Suge said that Orlando did not shoot Tupac. Suge said it was only two people in a vi video. KPD described it being three or four. So you're getting different variants and get different parts of this story. It all seems fishy to me. I don't believe none of it. I believe it's still a cover-up. They want to all of a sudden arrest someone 27 years later who knew they knew damn well he was in a car 27 years ago. Now they want to arrest a man. This is a cover-up, and I don't know why they're covering this up still. There's there's a bigger plan with this, but this is not what happened. The story is not right. Um, I know this is a little bit off topic, topic but I'm going to say this real quick. I hate the fact that our street code will prevent certain justices from coming out. Suge on there talking about, I ain't going to tell what happened. I ain't going to tell what happened. All over the street. Pac is your boy. You know what I'm saying? But the street code won't allow you to oh, speak about what really happened. So now you got to go take this shit to your grave and you know what the fuck really happened. So it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. I don't believe the story. I don't believe nothing. I think it's a cover up. Um, the street code is dumb as fuck because it, 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 it's these are people's lives right here. So it, it's just, I mean, that's the streets to be mad at me saying that, but I don't give a fuck. Um, I think it's just dumb. I think it's a cover up. I think it's bullshit. I think it's more to this story and we will never know the truth about what happened at Tupac Shakur. Yeah. I'll um, go. I'll let it. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll let you finish it because I really don't have much to say about it. But for myself, I don't really, I don't really associate myself with TV, YouTube, and stuff like that. I'm more of the creator, not the consumer. So I don't really like when uh, Caleb sent the, the YouTube, how out of it I am. That's my first time even seeing what Vlad looked like. And I was like, oh, shoot, this dude's a white dude. I always thought in my head he was a black dude. But I ain't never researched him. I ain't never really paid attention to what he did or anything like that. But when I seen him, first I was like, oh, he's a white dude. Then my second thought was, well, why are you going to go on his podcast and say something? Then? <laughs> that was my second thought. My third thought listening to uh, the famous homie and everything like that is, you know, if for all the rappers out there, if you want go out and you want to say something you know come to the politicking podcast you know or on tuesdays go to hl podcast you know exactly doing what the doing with the brother doing with the brother um other than other than that like i don't really pay attention to it i feel exactly like I feel like they still haven't um, caught Tupac's killer or Biggie's. I think it's just a cover-up of of the bigger picture of there's there's juggernauts in the hip-hop music world that if those two people weren't dead, then they wouldn't be where they're at. So I, in my opinion, I think that's why it is still covered up and it's going to people's graves. I agree with Ronnie when he says um, the whole 
No, I don't get how how people will go. The code of the street is not to snitch, right? Then they get in front of certain people and jump on a podcast, and then they snitch on themselves. I, I, that that doesn't make any sense. I ain't gonna snitch in the street, but I'm gonna snitch on myself here, and it just it 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 it, it, it baffles me. Um, it, it's sad. I don't think they really found Tupac's killer. I think it's uh, I think it's still a I still think it's a cover up. Um, and poor Tupac, poor Biggie. And like, I I just don't get it why it takes twenty something years when you got all this technology and you you can you can you can find a cure or supposedly come up with medicine to stop one of the most deadliest diseases, as in COVID, but you can't use forensics to find Tupac's killer. I'm done. Come on. Tell him, y'all. Well, yeah, the, the key is, you know, for Biggie, for Pot, for a lot of uh, rappers or, or, or people in the game, um, they know who took these people out, um, and they don't care, right? Uh, you know, a, a dead rapper, a dead nigga is, is good for them, okay? Um, let's be clear about that. Um, to y'all's point, yes. Uh, you know, with Tupac and Biggie dying and others, um, a lot of guys and gals have, you know, succeeded expectations um, because of that, right? Um, because of those guys out of the way. Now, whether that's rappers, whether that's executives, whether that's, you know, other people in, in powerful positions, it is what it is, whatever you want to call it. But with those two gone, those those two were the heavy hitters. They were going, especially Tupac. Now, I'm a Biggie fan personally, but Tupac was still a heavy hitter not just in music, but politically, um, where he was going, um, you know, the, the sky was the limit. And to think, man, these guys were kids, man, 25 and 24 years old. Like, that shit is absolutely absurd uh, to be taken out at those young ages. Um, but again, you know, going back to the initial point um, that, you know, that Ronnie made, of course, and um, I echoed in the beginning. Why? Why are y'all, Tyrese tried to warn y'all, a whole bunch of people tried to go on social media and warn y'all, stop going to, like, once I found out he was a white dude, I was like, yeah, y'all absolutely out of y'all mind. You got cartel people on there and, you know, uh, 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 former gang members and former people in the gang, like, like y'all said, just constantly snitching on themselves or telling old stories about how they knew this or how this went down. Why, for one, um, you know, just to brag about it, just to, you know, hey, I got away with that. I mean, that's cool. You know, just just take that with you. Um, you know, not everybody needs to know your business. Right. Um, and that's where, you know, uh, this guy, he fucked, you know, that's where he fucked up. Um, plain and simple. Um, he, you know, he thought this was over. This was done. They not looking for Pox Hiller and all this and all that. Um, whole time they knew it was you. Um, but once you went on Vlad and said it out loud, what else are they supposed to do? Now they have to arrest you, dude, because uh, honestly, they probably thought you were just going to stay quiet and just ride off into the sunset somewhere. But they always knew that you were involved. Um, and so and Shug Knight's not going to speak because he was practically involved in something in some way, shape or form, I believe. Um, and so, of course, he's not uh, going to testify, doesn't want to. Um, 
but yeah, it's just still a sad situation that, um, you know, it's been so long um, that, you know, that Tupac has been gone um, from this earth. Um, rest in peace to him and to his mother. Now, one reason why we know Suge Knight has something to do with it is because, Suge Knight, you was in the club stopping Orlando Anderson, too. So why would they specifically just come shoot up the car and only aim for Tupac and not shoot you up, too? If you was in the club, and you was over there in the club stomping the nigga out right with him. So it's not like Tupac did this by himself, and that's why they were so mad at Tupac. You was right there, too, nigga, and you stomping the nigga out right there with him. So why would they go past you and only shoot Tupac talking about you got grace? They probably found out the location of where y'all was at from you, because mm-hmm. you knew Keefe D, and this is why you won't testify, because Keefe D hit you up, and you said, oh, pull up right here, and then Keefe D pulled up, and they sprayed up Tupac. Like you, like you say, Kay, Suge Knight is a big motherfucker. He's 6'5", 350 pounds. How the fuck they miss him? They intentionally missed him. Like... There's no way he shouldn't have been only grazed. Like, I'm not wishing that Shug did get hit. I won't wish death on nobody. But ain't no way they should have missed his big ass. Like, come on, bro. Like, Shug, you full of shit. Pac was leaving death row. We all know. Pac was going to go start his own shit. Pac was his moneymaker. Dre had already left. If Pac left, it was going to be a domino effect. Shug saw that shit. And Shug wanted him out of there. Just how this, how they he did Easy E. Shug is a snake on this one. I'm sorry. And just how Puffy did exactly. be, ain't no, ain't no, ain't no way in, ain't no way in hell, um, that you know only the the Biggie's killer just aims at the passenger side, happens to know that Biggie's in the pet. No way in hell when there was like five other people in that car, and nobody else got shot. Exactly. First of all, you know, it was a caravan. So how did you even know what car Biggie was in, let alone what seat he was sitting in? Right, and, and Puff just so happened to be in the car. What in front of them or behind them? Yeah, not not in the same car. Just so happened. Come on, come he, on. he learned That's, from Suge Knight. He was like, I don't want to get grazed, so I'm gonna be in the other car when this shit go down. Right. That's not called a murder. That's called a hit. It's totally different. <laughs> That's an assassination. Yes, exactly. Very sounds like what they did to JFK. It sounds like what they did to uh, Dr. King. Uh-huh. I mean. Fred Hampton, definitely. Oh, for right. sure. Malcolm X. Somebody oh. in the name. <laughs> All right, but let's get to this last topic, man. So if y'all seen the political landscape, McCarthy got voted out as the House Speaker. So that's going crazy. The, the government passed, what, a 45, 47-day bill to, to not shut down the government. So we we on the countdown. Before the government is shut down, we got no speaker. Um, we got Joe Biden, nowhere to be found. Kamala Harris, nowhere to be found ever since the Maui fire fires. And and all of a sudden, they got uh, Dos Santos. He's over there about to um, have a debate with Governor Newsom. If y'all running Joe Biden, why is Newsom having a debate with a presidential candidate? What does Newsom have to do with a presidential race? Why are y'all gearing up Governor Newsom on the low and he's over here finna have a de- one-on-one debate against Dos Santos? It, some name right with, with Joe Biden and I don't know if they want to push Kamala. So they're gearing up Newsom on, on the back end 
because I don't know what the Democrats is doing. And then we all know Trump is not on the campaign trail because he has all these cases. And the first case that he's getting tried for right now is it was cases of fraud, of tax fraud, of business fraud. And it was, I believe, 271 cases where the judge ruled because of statute of limitations that 80% of those fraudulent charges can't be tried because of uh, the statute of limitations. The time is up on that. So now Trump has already, by default, beat 80% of this fraud case. And that means that his lawyers only have to beat the only 20% that's left of these fraudulent uh, charges. So it's looking like Trump might come out and beat this first set of charges and beat this first set of indictment. Now, it ain't the RICO. The RICO, beating the RICO is a whole different monster. But once again, they tried to indict Trump. And it's looking like he's going to win once again. What are y'all thoughts on 80% of those charges being thrown out because of the statute of limitations? Yeah, I'll just I'll just say this real quick. Um, you know, listen, this country, whoever they want as president is going to be a president. If they want Trump back in there, he, you know, they will find a way. They will find a way to get rid of these charges and he will be back. Um, you know, in the running and, and potentially win. Again, as I've been saying religiously, um, Dos Santos is the biggest threat here. Um, uh, you know, it's it's really not even about the Republican Party because, again, we know where they're coming from. Um, you know, in the sense of the, the Democrats, if we're speaking political parties here, and with the Democrats, yes. Um, you know, Biden, of course, he's, he's too old, again, you know, his election was pretty much the lesser of the two evils and, and they everybody went with Biden. Of course, you know, he, he brought Kamala aboard. So all the black people said, you know, hey, Kamala and, you know, let's go. Um, she will not, I repeat, she will not be a Trump or Dos Santos point blank, period. OK, she has not been, um, you know, vocal about anything. Um, you know, she has been primarily behind the scenes. Again, Biden only used her to get the black vote. Okay, um, and she will not win the. Uh, I don't care if she is married to a, a white man. She will not win uh, the white male vote. Barely, maybe win the white woman vote simply because she has that woman factor um, with her as well. Um, you know, you know, if black people have any sense, um, they will not vote for her because again, she doesn't stand for anything for black people. There's been a whole bunch of shootings and this and that, and she has not said a word, right? Um, you know, there's been violence against women and certain things like that. Not said a word. Right. Um, so, you know, again, you know, it, it doesn't really matter, uh, really. Um, you know, they're going to vote in there or have in there who they want per this electoral college that nobody even you knows who's in it and why they still exist after, you know, over 150 years of being created. Um, uh, and again, I, I just personally think I think Dos Santos is the bigger threat. I think they keep throwing Trump at us as a distraction. Um, and then, you know, uh, oh, Dos Santos, those those black people supposedly a win. Everybody's going crazy because he voted to, you know, um, <coughs> put the death penalty on any anybody who sexually assaults children in, in the state of Florida. And black people are like, yes, that's a win for Florida. But forgetting all of the things that he just did towards black people and minorities specifically within those same uh schools 
you know, where these, you know, predators target these children, right? Um, and so, you know, there's a contradiction there. But again, this is exactly what Trump did as well. He threw out, you know, something for the black people. Oh, I'm gonna meet with Ice Cube, right? I'm gonna meet with him and we're gonna discuss plans and we're gonna, and, you know, and black people, you know, uh, or, you know, went on the uproar, right? So um, we just have to understand that, you know, uh, again, this is America with three Ks. Um, and they're going to vote in who, you know, who they want to vote in. Um, but DeSantos is the bigger threat. And hell no, do not let Kamala or Joe Biden run. I don't know what the Democrats are going to do, but those two are not going to be it. And we're going to be under another Republican regime if they don't figure this out. Facts. Oh, man. Back on Trump. So <laughs> <laughs> Trump. Uh, Trump is very calculated with these things. Um, he knows about the stats. He knows about all this stuff. He knows about, you know, when and when when they can and can't come after you. He he knows all this stuff. So when he was doing all his dirt, he knew what he was doing. He knows that he's a white man in America, and he's probably going to get away with it, because um, that's what they do. They're able to get away with certain stuff that we are not able to get away with. You know what I mean? Um, yes, Trump, he will beat these charges. He will be back in office, as Amrock said, if they want him back in office, which I believe that they do. Um, we got to stop being blind. Um, I don't even think I don't I don't think there is a, 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 a candidate on either political side that is for us anyway. You know, all that lesser of the two evil shit. That's that's a, that's dumb. People know there's no lesser of two people. Both both of them are evil because both sides don't fuck with black people. Democrats or Republicans don't do anything to advance us in America at all. Not a damn thing. So, you know, we need to stop being blind and in and, uh, and, and trying to live by that. And then seeing somebody who like Kamala Harris, who's really not even black anyway. You know what I'm saying? She's something else. Like, I don't even think she's black anyway. Um, and you know, of course, as we, we've discussed on here before, the things that she did against the black community in the 90s alongside Joe Biden and the Clintons and everybody else who signed that bullshit ass bill to target us. So um, I think, yes, um, politically, um, but um, I think uh, Trump definitely will be back uh, running, will be back in office, and I think he will win again. Um, and that's a win for, of course, them. And uh, I don't know what plan they have going forward, but like Amrock said, man, this is America with three Ks. You know, it's ran by the white man. The white, the white man is is the superior, and everything's gonna work out for the white man in the end. There's no way a black dude could be in Trump's position and get all this shit dropped, regardless of stats. They're gonna try to pin him against the wall. So, um, yeah, unfortunately, I don't think it's nothing we could do. That it is what it is. Trump will be back in office. But. And piggybacking off of what the famous homie just said, if you really take 80%, right? And it just shows, I said it last week, I say it this week, you know, it just shows how freaked up we are in this whole thing. Um, and what comes to my head is, they always at the end of every election they always need they all of them it doesn't matter what side it is 
They all need the black vote. They all need it. So that means they need our vote to win whatever it is that they need to win. One person has to secure the black vote. So they do stupid stuff like Amrock says with the, oh, let me bring out, let me bring out um, Ice Cube. Let me, let me bring, hey, this will be the first black looking vice president. That's a woman. Yeah, bring that out, right? Just to get your black vote. So in my head, that means our vote is powerful. But let's reverse it now. They know that our vote is powerful. But then what they do, and they show it in plain sight that, hey, black people, we need your vote. Your vote is powerful. But guess what? We're still going to show you that you are still in chains. For example, just like Ronnie said, how many black people are beating 80% of their charges? Let me give you a, a simple example. If you got pulled over as a black man by a cop 10 times, do you think as the 10 times that you got pulled over, let's just say for speeding, do you think if you guys pulled over 10 times for speeding, you're getting away, that cop is not writing you a ticket eight out of 10 times, they're not writing you a ticket. They're only going to write you a ticket for like two. No, you getting in the ticket every time. Not only are you getting the ticket every time, they also going to try to pull your file. Then they're going to try to get you to get out the car. Then they're going to try to get you on some other stuff that you like, tell you to pop your trunk or something like that. So we can't even get away 80% of the time out of traffic tickets. This man <laughs> is about to about to get away with whatever fraudulent thing he's been doing. Beat that. Then go on and have to do a RICO case. You got two charges against you and you still are considered one or two when it comes to um, representing the Republican. That is just crazy. So that just shows, hey, black people, we want your vote. You're powerful to help out the white man, but you're not powerful enough to stand on your own and beat 80%. Mm. Facts. Yep. Facts, facts. That boy tells no lies. I try not to. <laughs> what happened? What happened? Oh man, Caleb left. Oh, did he? I don't know. It's still stuck yeah, on me. Technical issue. Well, let me tell you guys something. If you're stuck in the cage with a lion, because you won't eat the lion, doesn't mean the lion won't eat you. Try to eat you. <laughs> I'm here for the until he takes me off. I gotta keep it going. You know, the Clippers, we're going to win the championship, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget the Niners. All the way. Don't forget the Niners. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Niners all the way, baby. Niners all the way. Niners all the way. We're going to take it. You know, we get rid of our quarterback that we didn't even give him a try. But it's okay. It's a white league anyway, so we need a white quarterback. 
Kalita. Oh, oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. He's back. Oh, man. Oh, oh, They've been trying to get me today on the show, man. We oh, must be talking shoot. that real shit because they keep trying to get oh. me. But this whole Trump, I, I always like to use sports analogies. And this guy Trump, man, he, he looking like Tom Brady out there with these cases, bro. It's like the last three minutes of a game and Tom Brady down by 13 points, 14 points. And somehow it's like looking over for him. No way in hell he going to win. And then somehow he just find a way out of nowhere to pull it out of his ass. And some, what, they tried to impeach him, what, three times? How many indictments this has been? And nothing has stuck yet. The Rico charge is the best bet because if they find one guilty, they can find all guilty. So it's not just solely dependent on Trump being found guilty. So I don't know how he going to beat the Rico, man, but. This shit is crazy that Trump is if really running it, for president. We just give him the presidency. It's crazy that he's running. It's crazy that he's even running right now. Like exactly. the fact that we're even talking about him is just the craziest part of America ever. I mean, it's not like what the Democrats are doing is not illegal as fuck. But Trump, you shouldn't you shouldn't be talking. You're the easy target. You know Could what I'm saying? Imagine? A black man being on, on trial for some shit and running for president at the same time. <laughs> listen, listen, since we're talking sports, check this out. Going back to that 80% that I'm saying. Job ja Morant got suspended 25 games for a lighter gun. You know what I'm was saying? It, he got was it, it a lighter he gun? Got it. We're just going to go. Okay. We're just saying it's a lighter gun. Right? It's a lighter gun. He got suspended for a lighter gun. Right? Let's just say that is the case. If John Morant was Trump, he should be able to get away with it. It doesn't matter if it was a real gun or not. He doesn't even get the 80%. Like, we don't get it. Nobody gets it. We we missed we missed the biggest thing too. We we have to remember this man mastermind the attack on his own government. <laughs> on January 6th and got away with it. Masterminded, and they know he did. And got away with it. He is this a rap. Come on, man. On your own capital. That's and then and then when he says, if I if I get the presidency, I have no choice but to lock up my political opponents. It's like <laughs> if, if this gonna turn into a dictatorship. Like the mayor said last week, man, he thinking like this sound like some President Snow Hunger Games type shit. Like, I don't know, man. This is the weirdest shit, man. USA, the dollar's going out. We we ain't got no oil, gas prices. Uh, uh, food is up 20%. Uh, inflation is up 7.4% or something like that. This that is mean, all under Joe. And, w- and wages are down 50%. <laughs> this is all under Joe. Is this your so, president? Is so this your like, president? We don't want none of the Republicans. <laughs> at the same time, we don't want none of the Democrats neither. Because look at the fuck they doing. Man. Food is up 20%. We went to the grocery store left with 10 things. We was in a 15 item or less aisle. Shit came up to like 110. 
<laughs> and look at and look at all the and look at all the look at all the other countries, right? So you know, there's countries with presidencies, but they also have like a parliament or a, a council or you know, and we have the the House of Representatives, quote unquote. But again, also think about this: we are the only country in the world divided up by states. Every country is united, and they have. This basically the same systems, but they're one. They are whole. They are one. France might have Paris over here and uh, uh, Central Pay over down that way, but they're still France. It's united. It's one. Same thing with England. They got London over here and whatever else over there. United as one. Uh, South Africa now. You know, of course they went through their thing, but shit. Why are we the only nation divided up that way? It's for a reason. All of this shit is for a reason and set up that way to keep this shit going and going. And another thing real quick about Trump also. Reason why he wanted to get reelected. He was about, remember, he's got that alliance with Putin. What did Putin uh, uh, do after Trump wasn't reelected and Biden got in office? What, what did he do again? What, what did Russia Ray, do again? Ray Ukraine. Okay, right. And do we all know that if you are a president of a time of war you what you continue as the president of the united states even if it's an election year that's why mm -hmm. trump had that alliance with russia and he and he knew that russia was going to go and i guarantee you guarantee you they were trying to start a world war three i don't know what other countries but it was going to go down, and that's why yeah. Trump wanted to push that, you know, try to get us in the war and all that shit. So uh -huh. we before the election, so he can remain as presidency. To your point, to start a dictatorship, like yo, uh -huh. and that is true because uh, Putin went into Ukraine when Clinton was there. Putin went into Ukraine when Obama was there. Putin went into Ukraine when Biden's there. But when Trump was there, you didn't go into Ukraine. So three other presidents, you went to Ukraine, but but. But when Trump there, he don't go in Ukraine. You Only got thing that messed it up because Trump didn't win. That that's what messed it up. But we would well, we would be in that war right now if Trump was reelected. So, so you remember Rudy Giuliani was Trump's lawyer, and he dropped a, a lawsuit on Joe Biden this morning. He's suing Joe Biden for defamation because they said that during the presidential debate last year, or uh, during the last uh, election. He said that Rudy Giuliani was a, a, a spy and he was working with the Russians. So now Rudy Giuliani said that that <laughs> ruined his it ruined his law career and ruined his his whole name. So now he's suing the president. Have you ever heard the president of America being sued for defamation? Yeah. Well, this the president is being sued for defamation of character for calling Rudy Giuliani a, a Russian uh, spy oh, without man. any proof. Medium. <laughs> this this po politics is so stupid right now. If you turn this shit on, this shit is better than a football game, bro. It burnt. Burnt, bro. If you watch both sides, you like no way that they expect you to believe neither one of these niggas. Right. You listen to the Democrats and you like no way, bro. Shut up. You turn on the Republican and you like no way. Shut up. Bro. And then you like there's nowhere to go, and you politics. don't know. You don't know who to believe, but you know you don't believe neither party. Right. And at the end of the day, they all want the black vote. Politics is like when you see the two little kids that but go get that Pfizer that, shot. That stole something out of out of the store. 
and both of them know both of them one who did it and they both lying and say i didn't do it i didn't do it i didn't do it right that's what politics is that's exactly what it is <laughs> <laughs> all right let's get some shout outs before we get up out of here shout out to the uh to everybody that's watching shout out to the fellas on the podcast um uh, make sure you guys go like subscribe and share politic in the podcast um i think this message needs to be seen by more people once again people stop watching that bullshit blood stop watching that bullshit no jumper and tune in but uh i, I want to shout out everybody that's been watching and been supporting and uh the, the panel of course on here and uh shout out to to everybody that um was on the multi uh, mighty media madness day um we want to give a shout out to everybody that did that but uh tune in to us next thursday peace Man, shout out to you gentlemen it's always a pleasure jumping on here talking with you guys hearing y'all thoughts and imparting wisdom on me as well so i i appreciate it just like the famous homie said stop supporting stupid stuff i mean they're they're where they're at because unfortunately we support them so stop supporting that Come over here, support us. You know what I'm saying? Like, share, comment, do it all. Tell your mama, your daddy, your brother, your sister, your grandma. Let everybody know because we spit in that ether. And then at the end of the day, when we under this dictatorship and everything, don't say we didn't, we weren't on here trying to warn y'all while we somewhere else in like Africa or something because y'all didn't want to listen. So uh, shout out to you brothers. Uh, keep doing what you guys are doing. You guys are all doing great things. I'm proud of you guys, and that's it. Same. Um, you know, shout out to you fellas, man. Um, proud of everybody on here. Everybody's um, doing big things and, and making some moves to uh, achieve, you know, our dreams and our goals and our aspirations. I mean, that's what it's about, right? Um, and so. Um, shout out to Politic and Podcast, Politic and Broadcasting, um, HL Podcast, every other Tuesday on YouTube now. First episode, episode two is coming next, uh, excuse me, this Tuesday coming up. Um, so, you know, everybody, please uh, tune in. Definitely appreciate everybody who has so far. Um, and yeah, man, um, just everybody stay up on your chicken, um, you know, and uh, keep keep pushing, man. Just keep pushing forward. And um, yeah. Stay away from Vlad. <laughs> Kayla, let me say one more thing before you close it out. <laughs> one more thing, one more thing. Listen, rappers and creators, actors, whoever, if you don't want your executive producer of your podcast snitching all of the videos, you are all of the videos, <laughs> come to politics. <laughs> yeah, man. Shout, shout out to all y'all brothers, man. Brand of encouragement. Shout out to HL Podcast coming back, man. Make sure y'all tune in. Shout out to the famous homie, man. Still getting it in. We 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 stay moving forward no matter what the cost, no matter what's going on. We we keep this thing going. And every now and then you just gotta keep remotivating yourself. So every you know what I'm saying? I I I remotivated myself. I found that inspiration again. You got to keep going to different levels, man. Every time you you do something, it's about the lesson. You grow through what you go through. And if you don't go to it, then you don't know what you're lacking. You don't know what you're missing. 
So I don't know. You, they say you fail your way to success. So if I'm going to fail my way to success, then I'm going to fail at 100 miles per hour. So let's get to failing so that I can get to the success. You know what I'm saying? Because I ain't going to stop until I get it. And I ain't going to stop until everybody eats because everybody eats me. And, and that's, you know what I'm saying? That's one thing that we got to stick to is that each one teach one, each one prop each other up and, and share the resources. We came from everybody that, that gate, gate kept. And then with the YouTube and social media, it, it killed all the gatekeepers. So now information is, is out there, but everybody want to charge a price for it. So it's like the game it, it changed from one type of gatekeeper to another, where they're going to spoon feed you the information until they, they nickel and dimed you to death before they actually give you the information that you see. So, man, tap in with a group of a, a panel like we I got here. You know what I'm saying? Where we share these information, we share these resources, and we help each other reach different heights and get to our goals, man. That that's the way that you're gonna get it. That's the way that you're gonna win going forward in the future. And just like uh Yajiketa said, man, make sure you pay attention to what we're talking about, because I'm a Garvi. We will end up in Africa before I go down with America. So that's my take on it, man. If they put you in a cage with a lion. Just because you don't try to eat the lion, I mean the lion ain't gonna try to eat you, man. Politic in the podcast, we got. Smoking Dang Sinatra, that's all gas. On a hunt in a tall grass, intercepting every ball pass, then I run it back. That's a TD. <laughs>